Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Best in Leeds podcast. It's Craig and Sam here with you and we're going to do something a little bit different this week. We're going to look at the month ahead and give you a big summer bumper preview of what's going on, aren't we Sam? Yes, so we're starting, now that the sun's finally coming out and it feels a little bit less grim outside, we thought we'd look at June because that's the thing with Leeds, you can't do the entire summer in one podcast, we'd be here for hours. So we've given you, we're just looking at the all the exciting stuff that's happening this month, covering everything from food events to shows to sport to live music, like there's so much for you to go at, you're a very, very lucky people. Yes, these are the things you have to have to do in Leeds this month. Yeah. Um, Kicking off, should we start with the Belgrave Feast? Yes, that's very soon. So that's happening on Saturday um, at the Belgrave, of course. And it's um, it's a real mix, it's a real foodies affair, isn't it, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, definitely. I think the Belgrave's already got, um, I mean, obviously if you've been you'll know this, but they've got um, the pizza and burger sort of in-house uh, guys there that are really popular and yeah really you good. see a lot of drunk people pop into them at about 10 or 11 oh night, yeah definitely i enjoyed some of their pizza the other week uh very much enjoyed it um so i think to expand on that and get more independence in and get more stalls in for food is just going to make the belgrave even more busy on a weekend because it usually is particularly when the weather's nice and their lovely roof terrace can be used exactly and fingers crossed that's the case this weekend just looking at some of the traders, so you've got a lot, you've got a good mix of Sam said you've got the pizzas there, obviously they're really popular, and of course they will be there, but you've got um, Ruby Street Kitchen, Golden Balls, um, the Blue Carabao Canteen, Patty Smith's, there's a nice mix of yeah, vendors pa- and cuisines, isn't there? Myths of the in-house uh, burger place. I'm intrigued by Golden Balls. Yeah, um, Golden Balls, that's how incredible <laughs> that is, mate. <laughs> Of all the names, I'll just, so check, I was like, it, hmm. I'll just check it's PG for this. Let's have a look. Uh, so, oh wow, Golden Balls is they sell quintessential comfort food, and they look like a sort of like travelling festival sort of type thing. Okay. And all their staff uh, work by looks of it from a golden little tiny caravan, which they all wear gold leotards. I have it's, so many questions. Yeah, I'm uh, intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they look like they're a lot of fun. I'm trying to get a few keep bit... an eye out for them this weekend. Yeah, guys. I don't. I don't think you'll miss them. Um, <laughs> no, at... no detail on the food here. No, oh, just, oh, just there's leotards. Oh, I've got the menu up now. So okay, so they're going to serve the mozza mama, which is a risotto with tomatoes. You won't be surprised to find out mozzarella and a bit of homemade basil. They've got oh. the. Um, the Green Goddess. I think they're very much past and risotto rates. Well, yeah. You don't see risottos at food festivals that much, so no, this is nice. Not really. And actually, the food's priced pretty well. Five, six quid, like, looks like the most for them. Pretty good. And as I said, they look a lot of fun as well. I mean, you know, they're going to be quite eye-catching. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no matter what the food's like, that might be your favourite anyway from that weekend. Definitely. Um, Sam, have you been to the feast before? I haven't, actually, which is shameful. Um... 
but and I'm, I'm definitely trying to get down there this weekend. Um, we've just come off the back of obviously Leeds Indie Food, mm. which had the wonderful uh, Eat North Food Festival. Yes, yeah. Um, which I ended up going to two Saturdays in a row because I'm that cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just because it was so good. We we went one weekend when the weather was nice, then we immediately went back for my boyfriend's birthday celebration. So. Cracking time. Why Good food. Not? And just on an aside, you had a bit of an issue for your boyfriend's birthday celebrations when you're out, didn't you, for the meal you were evacuated from? Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is the bit where I have to give props to Esther Bulo. Uh, so, yeah, booked a meal, Esther Bulo, in the light for Matt's, uh, my boyfriend Matt's birthday. So we get there about 8 pm, order a glass of wine, sitting down, about to look at getting some food, and the fire alarm goes off. Now, obviously, this isn't the most unusual thing to happen in a restaurant, so everybody keeps still. And then all of a sudden, the waiters are like, No, no, you have to leave now. This is no drill. This is yeah, no drill. this is not a drill. So we go out into the fire of the light. We're all hovering somewhere near Bagel Nash. And then suddenly, oh no, we're evacuating the entirety <laughs> of the light. Uh, Happy birthday indeed. Yes. So, I mean, we were only, bless them, we were out for about half an hour. The The funniest part was them evacuating the cinema, because the sheer volume of people coming out of the <laughs> cinema. And they made them stand in a separate section outside so they could get people back in for films and not have everybody from a restaurant go, actually, free film, let's go. Yeah, like spoilers for, like, Avengers and so on. Yeah, exactly. So... I mean, what I do need to make a point of is that when we did eventually go back in, um, we sat down, they they did everything right. They refreshed our drinks, they cleared all the plates away, they said, no, just, you know, start again, the grill's up and running, they were lovely. But we, when we were evacuated, that restaurant was full, and there was maybe us and another couple that came back, mm. and I... As much as I'd love to be this optimistic, I don't think everybody in that restaurant had paid before the evacuation. It's unlikely. And when you're looking at £25 a head table of four is going to set them back £100 if they don't get the bill. And that's just for the food. That's mm. not even drinks. So it was disappointing to see so many people think, oh, well, fire alarm's gone off, let's have a freebie. And just to sing their praise a little bit more, uh, because we did go back, they wanted to thank us for our loyalty and they did actually say that our bill was on the house that evening and they wouldn't take any payment for it, which was above and beyond, really. Um, we did give them a very generous tip to say thank you. But yeah, I think the main thing from that is don't just run off because there's been a fire alarm. If you want nice things, they cost money. These places have overheads. Can we maybe just pay bills and not run off? Yeah, there's a reason why you chose to go in the first, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. But anyway, enough of my off-topic Estabulo adventures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, looking ahead again to this weekend, it, okay, so if you you know, want to run your food off, maybe, there's the triathlon this weekend. <laughs> there is, yeah. If you're going to start training, you know, today, you're a bit late. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so triathlon's back, overtakes. It's a lot around um, the city centre, but there's some out by the parks in Rounday. Yes, there is Rounday well. Park, yeah. Uh, where's the water park? The water park's at Rounday. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. From someone that wrote all the, um, the sort of set times, so to speak. Yes. I, don't, I don't know if set times are the right term for this, but anyway, the, sort of, <laughs> the times that you're taking part in all these events, a lot of the swimming, if not all of it, is taking place at Rounday Park. Okay, yes. good. Because that was the question we chatted about last week about where is the water yeah. park going to be? Um, yes, and then, then you make your way from Rounday into the centre. Okay, cool. It's uh, Yeah, it's, it's interesting because. I guess Le- triathlon is quite important to Leeds now, isn't it, over the last sort of four or five years with the Brownlee Brothers? Yeah, the Brownleys, I think, have made it a more special event for Leeds yeah. just because we've had the two amazing world athletes yeah. taking part. There is sad news this weekend because obviously Alistair Brownlee has confirmed he is not taking part due to an injury. Um, so we're only going to have one Brownlee 
but a great opportunity for Johnny to win. Yes, definitely. Um, and I know Alistair uh, is going to be somewhere on the sidelines cheering his brother on like a lunatic, so look <laughs> out for him. Might be a good chance for a selfie. And, and it looks as well like a good family day out. You know, If you want to go and do something a bit different and maybe hopefully enjoy a bit of sunny weather, which is obviously, fingers crossed, what we're looking for, mm-hmm. it sounds like a good fun day out. I think it'll be a really nice atmosphere. Yeah, definitely. And like, let's like face the scene it. with the, obviously the half marathon and events yeah. like recently. And the roads are shut, so you may as well be in town on the shut roads than in your car getting annoyed because the roads are shut. So yeah, there exactly. you go. Go be social. <laughs> and Sam, I think I should probably let you take the lead on this because I know if anyone's listened to one of our previous podcasts, um, Sam is a big fan of the musical Wicked. Mm-hmm. That comes to the Grand from uh, June 13th, and Sam, I'm no doubt, will be there. Um, yes. What is it all about, Sam? So this is, this is the theatre event in Leeds in June, and... Tickets are already selling really quickly. They've been on sale for a few months now, but it's finally swooping back in uh, from June the 13th. If you don't know what Wicked is, um, then basically it's the bill as the untold story of the witches of Oz. So we're going pre-Dorothy, pre-Falling Houses, pre-There's No Place Like Home, and we're jumping in, uh, meeting the witches of Oz before um, Dorothy even came in and sang a note. So it's the prequel. Um, it's got some fantastic origin stories if you want if you've ever wondered how the tin man became the tin man how the cow the lion became you know there's amazing music the sets um are phenomenal the costumes are really imaginative it's it's just an all-round brilliant show and i think it's a lot sharper and a lot darker than people would think it's yeah i was gonna say i know before you said it's a fair bit darker than yeah, the, uh, yeah the original to uh use a horrible wizard of oz quote you're not in kansas anymore uh, <laughs> it's definitely got a dark like that. <laughs> it's definitely got a darker underside uh compared to some of the more sort of tween musicals out there um but yeah fantastic music um if you've not seen it go I know there's a lot of people that have had tickets for months that have probably seen it before, like I have, and are going to be there as well, so I'm very excited. Sam, as our resident theatre reviewer, and someone who's probably seen these shows come and go to Leeds from the West End, and obviously other touring productions, is it fair to say this is probably one of the biggest and maybe best shows to come to Leeds this year, would you say? Yeah, there was was a big old wait. I remember when Wicked first opened on um, the West End, there was a big old wait before we got a a regional tour. Mm, Um, Yeah, I do remember And it did come locally, and there was a lot of, of people clamouring for it. I mean, looking at the the schedule that the Grants had this year and their listings, it's definitely one of the biggest shows. Obviously, they had the band, the Take That Musical, which was massive. They've also got the other Gary Barlow musical, um, uh, Calendar Girls, coming back in July. So there are some big headline shows, but I think in terms of fan favourites, Wicked's definitely up there. Um, and I think for June particularly, it's, it's going to be the biggest show in town. And speaking of the biggest show in town, maybe look into the world then instead eh, not a great segue I'll admit but, <laughs> but yes the World Cup is coming up this month I'm sure even if you try to avoid it you'll know the World Cup is coming one way or another um, so England take part in this 32 teams in Russia um, and Leeds is going to be part of it as well obviously Leeds is going to have loads of bars going to be showing the games and the matches obviously but also the Millennium Square is going to have the big screen there and I think that'll be a really nice sort of festival-ish type atmosphere everyone yeah, comes together the, the World Cup kicks up off on June 15th and the first England game is Tunisia on June 18th. And, and the, yeah, Millennium Square is going to get everyone down. So I guess they've got a crowd of a couple of hundred, maybe even a thousand or two, maybe. Yeah, I suppose it depends on, on the weather. Mm. That's the only thing with Millennium Square is that you need it to be a nice day. But if it is a nice day, places like that where you can sit out, particularly with the weather spoons, literally overlooking yeah, the true, square, yeah, of course. get a pint of a plastic cup and sit on a deck chair, laughing, really. Exactly. And providing, you know, touch wood, the, um, 
the football's going well, it could be a nice occasion for families. I think like maybe little ones over the face paints, the flags and all that kind yeah. of stuff. That'd be quite a nice sort of thing. Well, you know the World Cup's coming when you start seeing car flags sold in Morrison's, don't you? Yeah, so exactly. It's definitely upon us. Every two years, the market traders get some money out of them as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, so they will be showing all the England games there. Um, June 15th is when it kicks off. So the first game of the tournament, will probably, I'm sure, will be shown there. But the England games are the big ones I guess you got to look out for. So England versus Tunisia is on June 18th. It's followed by uh, the game is Panama on June 24th, and the last group stage game is June 28th. And hopefully, if England progress through that, which is in the balance, I'd say. So you have to touch wood again. Yeah, I'll touch wood a bit more then. <laughs> but, uh, hopefully, if England progress through the group stage, which every group like that should do, um, their next games will also be shown at Millennium Square. One of the other places which is showing the football, which always makes me. A little bit intrigued when they do it these these type of venues. Um, the Auto Academy show the games. Oh really? Yeah, they did it when I worked in Bristol as well. Like I didn't actually get to go to it. I might try and go to one this time. You're not a bit dark. Well, yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess obviously it's in the stage area, but it's. Um, I'm quite intrigued to see what it's like there because it, it feels very weird going to a gig venue and not watching a gig there. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a show there that you weren't stood up like yeah, you were seated. Yeah. We saw um, Adam Buxton there. But again, that's sort of the live and the rows of, of it? yeah, yeah, and rows of. So they can't get seating in there. It's, maybe I'm being fussy, but like the lack of daylight, I think would issue me. Like yeah. it's watching football with the lights off. It's not like a film, is it? You're not watching. Not really. It. It's and that's why. And it's true, sir, because I always find it weird when cinemas show the football a little bit. Because I always think, so I think, who wants to sit in a cinema watching football? You want to sit in a bowl and a show in fans? You're not really quiet. Well, the cinemas are slightly different to this because the O2. Just so I put it on the record, the O2 is free entry, so you're just paying for your drinks, guess. Okay. But. It is weird at the cinema because I know when they show the football at the cinema, you have to pay. And I always think, why do I have to pay to watch? I can watch at home or in a bar for free or whatever. It's always a bit of a weird Yeah, it, that is odd. That's uh, definitely odd. But yes, um, I'm sure we'll be down there to get some pictures and maybe get some of the reaction to hopefully England progressing down at the Millennium Square. But yes, that's where you can watch that. And we'll be back with more things coming up in Leeds this June after these messages. So we're back with your rundown of brilliant events happening in Leeds uh, in June. And next on the calendar, June 16th and 17th, the weekend after the World Cup starts, in fact, um, is the Great Yorkshire Vegan Festival at Leeds Town Hall. Now, first of all, if you're hearing this and rolling your eyes and going, how do you make a food festival out of vegan food? You would be surprised about the brilliant range of delicacies and cooking styles and cuisines from around the world that can be made completely vegan. I'm not vegan. Um, I love cheese too much. Sorry, vegans. Uh, well, but I, I got to, I'm gonna say I got to see a vegan lobster the other day. Okay. I didn't I didn't taste it because I didn't I don't I didn't feel myself to taste it necessarily. But someone I was with, yeah, they were having a vegan lobster. Like, this is oh, where wow. I mean, you can get <laughs> vegan everything, and I do think that with especially with food, trying something new is the most fun thing about it. Yeah. So get yourselves down there. If you are vegan, obviously it's heaven for you guys. Uh, they've got cookery demos. They've got obviously fresh food from stalls and things workshops, live entertainment. Um, the festival's taking over the whole of Leeds Town Hall. Uh, you can get free samples, vegan recipes from around the world. Um, and there's even going to be yoga classes. So you can, you know, it's a weekend of mindfulness, lovely taste of vegan, vegan food, bit of yoga, live music. And, and healthy lifestyles. Absolutely. Um, so I guess the golden question would be here, would, would you be tempted to go full vegan or... I have thought about this. We chat a lot on the Leeds Live team about mm. vegetarianism because we're really cool. Uh, <laughs> we have right these deep conversations. Yeah. No, but I mean, I I don't eat a lot of meat. I don't eat red meat. Um, but I love fish. Mm. This is these are my downfalls: cheese and fish. This is what's standing between me and a life of veganism. Ooh. I just 
like prawns and camembert. Like I can't do it. <laughs> Life's too short. It's like a gastro pub name, that isn't it? Yeah, prawns yeah. and camembert. Prawns and camembert. Yeah, that's it. I can't do it. So, but um, but I've, a colleague of mine uh, was vegan, and she used to make the most wonderful cakes. And she used make chocolate cake out of like beetroot, mm. and it was incredible. So I'm very. I, I think if you're looking for these brilliant recipes and these substitutions, then yeah, you'll have a great time. Well, well I'm I'm a little, I'm tempted. Well, I'm a bit like you, really. I don't eat any red red meat. I don't really eat that much fish, I'm from honest. But I eat like maybe chicken and turkey. I eat the white meat, I guess. Like I eat yeah. chicken, turkey, and I eat a bit of cheese and stuff. And I I always think with vegetarianism, I always think, well, I think I could do that quite easily. I actually think I think I, I don't think it'd be an issue. But it's maybe like you say, when you get with the intricacies of you can't actually have that because it's got connected to this and you know. Yeah, it can be it's the minefield. So maybe you know, go along, learn something, learn about where the food comes from. I think that's the main sort of message. Is all of the ticket sales, uh, money from the ticket sales, is going to animal welfare charities as well. So that's it's cool. all for a good cause, which is nice. Uh, standard tickets cost five pounds if you book in advance. If you pay on the door, you're looking at eight quid. Um, and you can also buy VIP tickets, which give you fast truck entry and a free goodie bag. So if you want to uh, find out more, uh, they've got a Facebook page. And you can also email info at YorkshireVeganFestival.com. And now to what I think is fair to say, which I wouldn't have thought I'd been saying this on this podcast before I first took this role. But I think it's fair to say this is one of the biggest music festivals of the summer. It's a, lot, it's a long running problem, I have to admit. But... Um, the open air theatre at Scarborough. Yeah. There's some ridiculous. It's the world's most talented booking agent. Yeah. Seems. There's some ridiculous names there. It, 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 it's going all over the summer. It kicks off this month on June 19th with just um, the Lionel Richie, the man, the legend playing. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, how do you dance on the ceiling in an open air theatre? Well, there is that. Lionel will find the way, that's the thing. I, I, I probably said this story Dancing before. Dancing on the lighting. <laughs> I probably said this story before, but I saw Lionel at. Um, last thing when he was there about two three years ago he did the afternoon sort on the sunday oh the legends and it was it was the bit which the most watched wasn't over the weekend yeah. on the tv and it was funny and i'm going to i'm not going to try and do an impression of it, it would be a terrible <laughs> bit of vocab anyway and, um, he was he came on for a dance of the scene he was like we've been dancing on the floor we've been dancing on the walls but now we're gonna dance on there and everyone shouted ceiling and like he, he sort of led <laughs> into that and he came out he came out with like a sort of a um, bit of background sound to a hello I did, oh. did, did perform it for like another hour, but he came out to a lower and all this sort of stuff. And it was, it, it was, it was just, you know what, like genuinely, my music taste maybe, I would say, is a, I would argue is a bit cooler than maybe Lana Ritchie, but it was just so much fun. Like, it was, I, it was a really that's, good laugh. That's why I love that slot at Glastonbury, because there's always somebody there that you probably might not pay for an individual ticket yeah. for, but you'll have the best time. Oh, yes, I had such a, I had such a good, like, just dance and just, like, a sing-along. It was great. And like you say, you know all the songs pretty much as well. Yeah, of course you do. So, like, yeah, so great like, back catalogue. Well, exactly. I mean, he is, he is music royalty, you know. There's, oh, not, there's not many people that deserve a, te- a seat at that top table, but he certainly does. No. Uh, and I think it'll be really fun. Especially, again, another one, if the weather's good, come yeah, on Scarborough, exactly, exactly. deliver. Lionel deserves it, to be fair. Of course he does. Um, so he, he starts there at Scarborough Open Air Theatre on June 19th. And then this month, we've also got Gary Barlow coming up, we mentioned a few minutes ago. That's, that's June Every tw- mum's favourite. Every mum's favourite. That's June 22nd. I'm sure there'll be a few Take That songs and a bit of solo material. Yeah, I, I think you'd have to. I mean, Take That would have been a bigger... Although they're not a thing anymore. So, well, they're out. There's three of them. Uh, there's three of them. Yeah, oh, it doesn't uh, count for me. I'm a, I'm a take that purist. I mean, surely it gets to the point when the other two leave that Gary Barlow is take that. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like, you just start touring his take that because he's the only one left. Um, no, it's still Gary Barlow. Yeah, I've, um, I've not seen him perform solo live. I have seen take that mm. and they're fantastic. And obviously, 
you know, he's the wordsmith behind the hit. Yeah, and he's and he's he's effective. I know Robbie might take offensive. He's effective a lead singer, isn't he as well? So yes, he is indeed. Uh, um, no, I think that'll be really nice. And then later this month on June twenty fourth, it's the same day as the England Panama games. So you might have some decisions to make here, but. Um, Sheikah there, um, Nairo and Sheikah, and that, I think that would be a really good film. Oh, day. definitely. They, that's another one that did well at Glastonbury, I think. Yeah, they, yeah they, I think they were. I think they, were they on? They were on the other stage, they were on a different stage, yeah, and yeah. I think I missed them for the Rolling Stones. Oh, okay, it might have not... been that year. Anyway, moving on. We can't just sit here and talk about Glastonbury. <laughs> um, yeah, Sheikh would be such, like, it's a party band. Yeah, isn't I, it? I really. It's a Saturday night party band. Like, I really want to go to that really show today. Cool. It'd be such a good, such a good time, wouldn't it? You know, sort of a dance and all the, And you've got, and the thing is that, because I've seen Sheikh before, and it's obviously now Rogers and Sheikh, and I've seen them, and you, one, forget how many songs of theirs you know. Yeah. And also, you forget how many songs now Rogers has produced or played on or had some Oh, part yeah, in. and the samples that are used because, in modern music. Now, ex- yeah. Exactly, because, I mean, when well, I've seen. like se- Get Lucky, isn't it? Well, that's what I was going to say. When I've seen him, he's done Get Lucky, he's done Bowie songs, obviously, yeah. he's done stuff for Diana Ross as well and various other He's artists. incredibly talented. There is a lot of funk and soul in that man. So that sounds, yeah, like such a cool gig. And then later in the month, we've got Steps on the 29th of June, and Alfred Bowie's there on June 30th. And just touching on the next couple of months, we're not going to go great into it now because I've probably mentioned it in a, a, a forthcoming podcast, but there's also Noel Gallagher there and Britney Spears is there as well. I yeah. Mean, as we said, the booking agent's done pretty well this year at Scarborough. But, I mean, Britney yeah. and Scarborough in the same... She's just come off a Vegas residency. She's thinking, oh, and it's like, <laughs> you know, tourism resort. She's going to get to Scarborough and have a heart attack. And it's I mean, brilliant. I, I hope they debt all the place before she gets there. And a do- donkey ride as well, hopefully. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's, oh, my God, we need that picture on Instagram of Britney Spears <laughs> and a donkey on Scarborough Beach. I, I remember, I mean, it's been a bit like this with a lot of the press releases we get, because obviously we get quite a few, a lot of press releases, and obviously we got them all for these local events. I remember getting this message of Britney, I was like, what, Britney's at Scarborough? Yeah, <laughs> like, wow. it's, it's mad. I mean, like I said, all credit to the Open Air Theatre. They've yeah. got such a fantastic lineup. And if it does get more tourists to Scarborough, even better. I mean, Scarborough's busy in the summer anyway. It's yeah. one of those brilliant um, holiday spots from your childhood. And it's, so to have such an incredible lineup, I think, yeah, they're in for a very good summer. Well done, that man. Yeah, congratulations. And enjoy the shows, everyone's going. Um, Sam, can you tell me then a little bit more about the Waterfront Festival and Dragon Boat Races. I have to admit, being yeah. there to meet Leeds, so my coming, first summer, never seen it before. No, coming back to the uh, to Leeds from the coast uh, for a Waterfront Festival and, of course, the highlight event of that, which is the which are the Dragon Boat Races. So this is June 23 and 24, and this is happening all along the sort of riverfront and canal front. So the Leeds Waterfront, basically. So Clarence Dock coming right back up to sort of Granary Wharf and that sort of way. Um, so there's the Dragon Boat Races which are the most brilliant event it's um, teams of up to uh, 11 or minimum numbers 11 you can have 17 in each Dragon Boat which are these huge big colourful affairs um, and you race on the River Air uh, they're hosted by Radio Air and Leeds Dock um, but as well as the Dragon Boat Races um, you've also got activities live music, performances, art all of this happens both on the water and on dry land, and this is all across Leeds Waterfront. So it's a lovely way of making the most of uh, the waterfront venues that we have, um, and also you obviously the fact that the river air runs through the city. So yeah, it looks great fun. If I'm just going to check actually if you can still sign up to enter, what I will say is that the entry fee is two hundred and seventy-five pounds. So it's not the cheapest. You need to be serious. This is not something to muck no. about with. I, I guess obviously if you get a team of a certain number. 
It's not how much money I ever guess in No, ex- yeah, exactly. So you can have up to seven teams split between you, not that bad. But you can still sign up if you want to have a team. So oh, if fantastic. you want to take to the seas, uh, yeah, seas, well, the river, yeah, you yeah, can the waters. <laughs> get a team, get a boat, you're laughing. And I guess what we should say here is if there's about five or six listeners who want to join us, we could get a Leeds Live team together because actually we've we not got... We could a... potentially do that. Yeah, we'd need, we'd because need we've help. not got a big enough team. No, we don't. We'd have to like clone people. But if you're listening to this and you can't think of how to get 17 people in a boat either, yeah. let us know. Yeah, See exactly. See if we can do it. Contact us for all the usual ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, Sammy, I guess one of the things that I would say as well, looking at it and looking at the website, it seems a bit like the theme of what we said for a lot of the events coming up is that it seems like a really nice day out as well, you know, like... Yeah, like I said, the it? music and the art and, um, you know, it's just got a lovely summer vibe to it. Mm. So it's, and obviously because you can walk along uh, the air and follow the canal way down, it's a lovely sort of nice day out just to set, up, set off at one end and enjoy what's going on as you make your way along. And later this month, in Leeds this is, we've got probably, I would say, um, one of the biggest gigs taking place in the city this month. Flat the Concords at the arena, the long-awaited gig from Flat the Concords at the arena. Yes, I was an original ticket holder. And when was that? Was it possibly May? May was it? Or? Yeah, I think it was May. Uh, we've got a lot of friends coming down from the northeast to join us um, at the gig, so we'd made all the plans. They were coming down, and then it was oh no, he's broken his arm. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, Brett, Brett McKenzie broke his arm, and obviously that's quite an important part of the band. I would say Brett I McKenzie's think, arm. Yeah, basically, it's equivalent of having all their instruments nicked, isn't it? Yeah. Like, without them, it's not really going to work. Um, yeah, so, so it's the pairing, the Flat of Concords, um, Jermaine Clement and Brett McKenzie from the TV series, and obviously they're a very successful band as well. I mean, I think they're one of the biggest side bands from New Zealand, actually, aren't they, rather, rather than they're... That is a brilliant bit of trivia, and, yeah, I can see that. I think, I, <laughs> I'm I, desperately going New Zealand band. New I, Zealand I, well, band. I, well, the only New Zealand band I, I um, can think of, and I, I could be wrong on this stat now, but I, I think they've outsold Crowded House, who are the most famous New Zealand band, wow. I think, aren't they? I think, I, I, but, they, but I, I know they've outsold them, and I think they're the most famous company. That's in, impressive. Well, if that's the case, go then. Yes. That's really cool. So and there's a few tickets still available. Um, I was lucky enough to see them just before um, Brett broke his arm. Uh, Armgate. Yeah, it, it, it was in York. It was at the Barbican in York. Uh, basically, so the gig at the Barbican was put on because... A lot of the other shows sold out quite quickly, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they wanted to do smaller venues. Yes, didn't they, they wanted to do some as like I guess a bit of a warm up, but also to say mm-hmm. thank you to the fans who couldn't get tickets, who still wanted to type of thing. And I saw it was an amazing show. It was, it was something. It was a really good laugh because you know it is comedy as well. Yeah. But but the especially Brett in fairness, which is why the broken arm thing is a bit of an issue. They're both really talented musicians. I mean, Brett's very talented. I mean, he's won an Oscar, hasn't he? He won an Oscar for the Muppets movie, didn't he? Oh, yeah, definitely. And then he's had a musical appearances in Moana. Yeah. Uh, his song in Moana is fantastic, and you immediately recognise that it's him without it yeah, 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 yeah. from the storyline. But, um, yeah, my boyfriend was obsessed with that song for weeks. Um, so, yeah, and I think this is what sometimes happens with... with comedy musicians mm. is that people just think they're a bit of a laugh and they don't realise that yeah, actually yeah, it's, quite talented, it's harder to write funny music than straight music yeah. do you know what I mean like it's you've got to get the timing in it's got to still yeah talented guys it, well, I, I won't give too much away but when I saw them um, well first of all they were supported by David O'Doherty which is a really good laugh he's obviously ah, okay. I don't, I, he was really good and you know obviously he's sort of fuses music and comedy a bit as well, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that was quite nice. And he came on and joined them for a couple of songs, which was quite cool. Okay. I'm uh, not sure if we've had anything about who the support is now. Uh, well, yeah, as you say, it might have changed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't York, but I have to, we have to check for Leeds. But, okay. the, but the other thing in York, which was really quite funny, was 
the amount of people, like, they were both a bit perplexed. The amount of people who would freely get up and go to the bar or the toilets during the show, and they were a bit like, all right, should we wait for you guys to come back a little bit? And they, and they were, and I, wanted, I, think Brett, I think Brett made a joke at one point and said, oh, we think you're all going out to plan a surprise, aren't you? Like, it, was a bit <laughs> it was quite funny. It was kind of like an ongoing theme for the gig a little bit. It's funny, isn't it? Because I suppose at a gig, um, you don't people know. do do that. Yeah, but I guess when I mean, you're on stage... But they don't notice, cause, maybe. Yeah, because everyone was seated a little bit more. It's like, and... theater, it's like a theatre music gig. Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, that's an odd one. Well, it was a funny one, actually. I was saying this the other week, just to digress for a second. I reviewed uh, Michael McIntyre at the First Night Arena, which is where um, the Flight of the Concords were playing. And it was the first time I'd ever been to a comedy show at an arena. I'd be obviously been to, like, you know, quite good-sized venues, yeah. never in an arena. And I was, a, I was a bit concerned before going, because I thought, oh, well, you know... And my concerns are still slightly there, but if you're on the top tier, what do you actually see? You're seeing the screens and all this sort of yeah. stuff. We, we, thankfully, we weren't, but... I was concerned about that, but also what was really interesting, I enjoyed it, and it, you know, it was nice to go and stuff like that, but it was really weird seeing all these people sort of fill it. Now, it was a bit like, I'm not going to, no, I'll set out of this joke, and because you know yourself, when you go to a comedy gig at either like a sort of very small venue, or even like a medium-sized one, the person getting up, oh, yeah, you the don't the bar, yeah, they get heckled, don't they? Yeah, yeah, you don't move, you <laughs> sit down, the... you wait for an interval like everybody else, and then you go when it, you're safe. In a 10,000 seater arena, you can never do that, because there's so many people moving. Yeah, true, yeah, you, your entire show would be just shouting at audience members, wouldn't it? So yeah, it was a different experience. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I see, I saw Vic and Bob at the arena, mm. and I've seen Michael McIntyre in Manchester, so mm. I, I know what you mean about when you're looking like in the rafters and thinking... Saying that I've sat there when I went to Liverpool, uh, went to the arena, uh, sorry, Eddie Izzard. Mm. And what I will say is that, I mean, I love Eddie Izzard. I think he's fantastic and we've got his boxer at home. And I, I enjoy, unfortunately, I do enjoy watching those DVDs more mm. than I probably did that gig. Because oh, really? as much as it was lovely to see him live, when you're that far away... You're watching you, screens you, anyway. Yeah, you don't get the intimacy. You're looking at a guy that's a long way away and you're watching a screen and you hear the reaction from the audience, but it's... I don't think it's, you know, music, I think, is big enough that even if you fell back, it's still amazing. Yeah, exactly. You're hearing something very different. Yeah. Me being there live, Freddie Izzard, would the DVD be that much different? True. To the I point that it's worth sitting up, basically, on the light fittings. And I guess the other thing as well, with that kind of game, I mean, it's guilty of all company in a way, but I think the bigger you get the venue, the harder this is going to be, is that if, say, the audience say the audience has been interacted with by the comedian for, on, on the second or third row, yeah, how do you know back no in the rafters what's going on? You know, it's difficult. Exactly. And, and the comedian has to be quite aware of not lingering on that, I guess, a little bit. Because, yeah, because you're really hating everybody yeah, that's exactly. moving from the tenth row back. A, a bit like what we said about going to the bar and stuff, you can't really do that because what's the point? You know, yeah, the next exactly. person moving and stuff. But, um, yes, so anyway, so, bit of a digression there. But Flight of the Concords are at the arena. Uh, on June 24th as we said the, the gig did sell out you have to double check because now the gig date's moved there might be a couple of um, yeah, you get resale some resales. tickets uh, obviously go through properly licensed sites for resale yeah, I mean, tickets Twickets would be one to recommend really yeah they've they run the official resales yeah, yeah. don't they for people which uh, I know there's been some controversy recently with second hand tickets and touts with Noel Gallagher buying people from gigs yeah. and stuff so definitely just check your sources if you are going to buy a ticket at the last minute yeah and try and avoid them really extortionate ones anyway <laughs> yeah because they are out there still um, and yes moving forward we've got our our last recommendation for the month isn't it the, yeah so in case everything we've just told you about none of it is taking your fancy <laughs> this is our last pitch at some so fingers crossed really on this one here. otherwise yeah. this last 20 minutes has been a waste of your time <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can't give you that back I'm afraid um, no, this is, it's a food festival, it, this is, is not vegan, this is a general food festival, North Leeds Food Festival, 
which is incredibly popular in previous years. Um, so this is happening right at the end of June. This is the weekend of the 30th of June and uh, 1st of July in the beautiful Roundo Park. Um, so yeah, you're in one of the most beautiful settings in Leeds. There's food from around the world, there's live music, you can sit on a deck chair and just enjoy the weekend and it all sounds lovely. Um, so the sort of stuff you'll get there, you've got different international cuisines, uh, independent food businesses in Leeds are, are sort of well presented, um, well represented, sorry. So you'll get to maybe pick up on some nice indie businesses that you've not been aware of before. There's local produce to pick up, so if you like, you know, your crafty foods, your artisan foods, you'll get some of them from local sources. Uh, live entertainment, art, it's it's held every year in Roundy Park, so it's probably been before. Um, vegans are catered for, uh, so that's good news. They have street food from around the world, so there's bound to be something that takes your fancy. So if you're looking for a nice day out, it is nice to, um, obviously, you want to take the whole family tour. Um, tickets cost just under a fiver, £4.98 for adults. 150 for under 16s. That's not bad at all. And if you want a weekend ticket, so for both days, you're looking at 7.98, and under fives go free. So it's bargainous, really. That's not bad. And as you said, some what a beautiful setting for it as well. It's amazing. Oh, definitely. I, I live not too far away from around the park, and I've been quite a few times the last couple of weeks. And every time I go, it, it grows me just how great it is there. You know what? I think because you just you realize how big it is as well. You discover more and more every time you go there. Yeah, definitely. It's so vast, um, and there's so many different sides to it obviously you've got the you know the tropical world end of things and i went there for them. the first time this week oh did you <laughs> yeah, it was cool did you go on a hot day yeah i went on a hot day yeah. that rookie yeah. error rookie error we it, did that one thought i was gonna faint yeah it was very <laughs> tropical certainly it is a hot box um, I, you know, I was impressed just like i said just digressing i was impressed that actually how many animals and creatures there are there i didn't i think because i just see the side with the butterfly and i just think oh this butterflies okay meerkats are my favorite thing we went like six quid i thought i was pretty impressed with her yeah it's such i i'm not you can't call it a hidden gem in leeds because everyone loves it like it's it's out it's out there the secret's out people uh but yeah as i think as a first timer it's always lovely to to explore there's a lot to go at but that's the thing with roundy pat there's so many elements to it Mm. that you probably won't get around it all but yeah the food festival is definitely worth a look Yes, and um, that is it. That is our roundup for this month of the, our pick of events coming up. I think there's, I think you're well catered for there. I'd say. Oh yeah, we've given you enough to go out. I think there's, there's enough for you, all budgets and all tastes. I think and all sort of size of events. Yeah. Um, we will look to do the same again in July and in August. Well, there's some months to progress. Yep. And and in the meantime, if you want to see anything more about what's going on or find out a little bit more about all these events we've spoken about, all of them are featured on our website um, in the best of lead set, best in lead section even. Mm-hmm. And yes, if you want to get there. And find out more, and there's even more going on in the city, isn't there, Sam? Yeah, this is we've literally narrowed this list down of the biggest things happening this month. Mm. So, you very rarely a weekend goes by in Leeds where there isn't something brilliant to do. So, keep keep an eye on the site, and uh, we'll keep updating you with everything that's happening around you. And all that remains to be said now is thank you very much for listening again. We'll catch you on the next podcast. Bye. Yep. See you next time. Bye.